All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike. Guy to my left is Rick. Rick, say hello. Yeah. And, of course, guy behind the uh, monitor over there, Fredo. Say hello, Fredo. Hello, Fredo. How's everyone doing today? Excellent. Good. Great. Everyone uh, had themselves a good day, good week, and all that good stuff. Excellent. Fantastic weekend, man. Yeah, it's good. It's good to hear. We'll get more into that here in a few seconds. But um, as always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, aka the spare bedroom in Fredo's house. And uh, I don't want to say who's watching this anymore. I'm still afraid to say the name. Harry Monster. Oh, see, I almost messed up. Harry Monster. I, just, I thought it was Fuzzy Monster still, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got that in my head. No, that's what you call something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call that Trimmed Up Monster. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael Double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, and at Half Zero. Or you could look for us on Facebook, just search Garbage Time Points. And just a little friendly reminder, we are also on iTunes now. So, just a get friendly on one. iTunes. Just a little friendly reminder. Give it a little <laughs> listen. Favorite it. Give us some stars. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the show. Share it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. You know. Just get it, it out there. Just, just let it get be it known. out there. I know these guys. We're, we're, I mean, you might as well, you know. We're just going to keep pumping this show at you. We, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what else are we... We got nothing else to do. We talk you know? about sports anyway, so... I know, so we might as well put it on here and annoy you with it. And then you can annoy <laughs> other people with it. And then it just becomes this big old thing. I mean, yeah. I don't understand the big problem. You can say you helped us become famous by yes. sharing. Yes. <laughs> sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> I mean, that's what they teach us in kindergarten, right? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Not in farmers, though. It's one of the seven pillars. Oh, it's gangs to kindergarten. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Kids with do-rags it's, and, it's and Ray-Bans. Uh, <laughs> hey, how about we give the first review a free sticker? Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Oh, you heard it here. Uh, you heard it right heard now. It if you're listening to Bravo. this show right now, the first person to give us a review will receive... A garbage time points sticker for their vehicle, or maybe your binder. I don't know if you guys are still carrying around binders. I pencil box, the corner of your mirror, <laughs> the door of a bathroom stall, wherever you decide cell to phone. put back it. Back of the cell phone, yeah, back of the cell. People still do that. I don't well, know. They put they. I mean, they used to bedazzle, but will they put a sticker? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Uh, let's just jump right into this show. Yeah, enough about the stickers. Um. Let's start off right right off the bat. Uh, some UFC news for all you little MMA junkies out there. Uh, looks like Daniel Cormier is out of his UFC 97 fight against John Jones with an injury. Um, I'm I'm sure they said he was gonna who he was gonna fight instead. Uh, do you have that, Fredo? Do you have who they no, said? No, I do not. Uh, oh, Vince Saint Preux. Is that, is, that <laughs> is that a person? Is that a thing right there? Well, if that's if that's a name, uh, that's who he's fighting, I guess. Yeah. Omit Saint. Sure, look, sure. Omit Saint Pro. Piyuks. Piyuks. Hey, I just wanted to pronounce it. Close enough. So yeah, Perot. that's who he's fighting. I'm not sure who this guy is. I've never. I mean, Peru. 
He's got seven losses, 19 wins. 19 and seven. And uh, so, yeah, that's who he's going to be fighting. Uh, did we happen to catch uh, what Cormier had or why he couldn't fight? Uh, I think he had Chorro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but Jones called him an absolute coward. Well, maybe that's what, what he's... That's what he with. is, maybe. Maybe yeah. he bruised his never mind. Doc, give it to me straight. <laughs> well, Daniel, I'm afraid to tell you. You're an absolute coward. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he wasn't eating his bootios. Bootios. His bootios. He'll probably end up in the WWE soon he enough, should. I think. He'd be good at But But, uh, yeah, so that, there you go. John Jones, UFC 97. You'll still have to buy his fight because it's John Jones and he's going to fight. Who's he going to fight again, Fredo? St. <laughs> <Saint> Priuks. <laughs> Hey, you think he uses aloe on his skin? Aloe. <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, sorry. I had to. Uh, coming up on this Saturday, we have Manny Pacquiao versus Timothy Bradley 3. Uh, we all know the controversial first fight. Timothy Bradley was awarded the victory when it looked like uh, Pacquiao had it. Uh, second fight. Pacquiao handled him easily. He got the decision. And now we get a third fight that nobody really cares to see. Uh, there isn't some big question uh, hanging over it to where they're like, well, we got to know what's going to happen in this third fight because everybody pretty much agrees that Pacquiao won those first two fights. But they're going to do it anyways. The rumor was that Pacquiao was going to fight Amir Khan, but Amir Khan decided to take a fight with Canelo Alvarez, and that'll be happening, I believe, next month, right? Saturday, get knocked it's out. It's the Cinco yeah. de Mayo weekend, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so next month. And so we are stuck with this. The only thing that interests me about this fight is the fact that Teddy Atlas is now in the corner of Timothy Bradley, and he had him in his last fight, had him all jacked up, fighting a different style of fight. And uh, the war of words between Atlas and Teddy Roach, I mean, Teddy Roach, <laughs> uh, Freddie Roach has been... I mean, entertaining, man. They've just been going back and forth on it, which I don't understand. It was Roach that went after Atlas first, and I just don't get it. You know, I, I mean, I thought those two respected each other. He's always talked highly about Roach, but, I mean, unless they're just trying to sell the fight, I don't take uh, uh, Teddy Atlas to be the type of guy who's just going to do something to try to promote a fight or say the first thing that comes to his head just to try to push a fight. He, I guess he feels slighted by him, which I don't blame him, but, so, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who will be watching that fight. I'm the thing I'm wondering is if uh any of the backlash from the comments that he made about uh gay people is going to catch up to him in the pay per view buys uh buys for this fight. Pit protesters outside the arena, yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, of course, it's not something that's talked about now, but uh, there was a lot of heat on him. He and, lost uh, sponsors, because yeah, of a lot of sponsorships, and he put out a half-assed uh. Apology YouTube, video, yeah, and uh, it wasn't soon after that he started like tweeting quotes from the Bible. And shit. Well, I mean, yeah. he always did that, but he ramped it up even more. So, and based on like like what his interpretation of God saying that you know gays aren't are this, you know, or yeah, to basically like uh, make his point without after he apologized, he tried to make his original point with all with those yeah. quotes, which is like so he said sorry, <laughs> but then he said. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not, sorry. <laughs> He's sorry, not hashtag. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. He hashtagged, he hashtagged it. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that that's what I'm interested to see. Like the pay per view buys after it's all said and done. One because I don't think people are too interested in this fight, and two, there has to be some kind of fallout from that man. I mean that just was not a good look for him, and it was really st 
But I think Congress. But I mean, Bradley has Bradley has a lot to prove in this fight because. Because people do think he did lose the bolt, even though he got the decision in the first yeah. fight. He's got a lot to prove in it. Yeah, maybe not a lot of people outside looking in view that there's not a lot because Pacquiao has beat him twice. But Bradley has has a lot to prove with this, you know, with Teddy Atlas as his trainer. And he did really look good his last fight. He looked like he had, like, an extra pep in his step. Like, he believed in what Atlas... He he was drinking the Kool-Aid of Atlas, so, yeah. you know, who knows with this fight. I mean, I was pumped up listening to Atlas talk, man. He's, yeah. He got fired up. Well, he's, You're yeah. a fireman! We go into the fire! Like, <laughs> man, he really had me going... You know, I mean, okay, after afterwards, after that first fight, you know, he had to hear about how he didn't really win the fight, but he just... Went out there. That was because his next fight was against Provodnikov, and that's when he went out there and just like won all those people over that were doubting him yeah. because of that. He's, I like Bradley. Yeah, I think. I mean, he just. He yeah, just I do blew. too. He's not a knockout artist, but yeah. he's, a, he's a he's a fighter. He's a good he's not fighter. A Sticks his nose in there, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I'll probably look for it somewhere, but I'm I'm not running out to buy this fight. Uh, I don't know. You guys are gonna try to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to watch it. Uh, I'll probably hit up a friend. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, F Stick. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that wasn't that good. <laughs> It sounded better in my head. Yeah, at least you can admit it, yeah, you know. Yeah. You Brought know to you by Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and yesterday we had Villanova, North Carolina. Man. Dang. I mean That was insane. Incredible. Uh Villanova beats North Carolina 77, 74. And Marcus Page hit one of the most amazing three-pointers that you would ever see until to tie <laughs> that game up. The problem was is that he left 4.7 seconds on the clock. Yeah. And then we ended up seeing another amazing three-point shot. Chris Jackson trailing uh, Diaka Mamamo, or whatever his name is. <laughs> um, he's just trailing him down the court after he throws it in. Starts yelling at him, hey, I'm behind you. Gets the pass. Sinks a three-pointer. I mean, man, I, 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 I was screaming. I, I'll have to admit this. Like, I didn't watch the whole game. I saw what I could because I was flipping between that, uh, the Dodgers and the Padres, and uh, Raw, Raw the, the Raw after WrestleMania. But I was there for the last, uh, the whole last five minutes of the game. And, man... That was, I mean, what I saw, that, I mean, people, people aren't ready to just give in and call it the greatest championship game in history, but how can you not call it the greatest championship See, game I was, in history, I was, man? I was watching it with one eye as I was watching Raw, because, you know, I had the, the two TVs on, and, uh, and, dude, it was, it was the greatest game, because from the beginning to the end, both teams hitting shots, they were mm -hmm. blocking they were playing defense. They were taking fouls. They were doing everything that you want to see in a basketball game. It was back and forth. One team made a run. The other team came back. The other team made a run. The other team came back. It was back and forth the whole time. And then, like you said, the greatest acrobatic, one of the greatest shots of all time. It was would have gone down as the greatest shot of all time until... Five seconds later, that, that yeah, that shot it, it was gonna, it was gonna be the greatest that shot. That shot of all was gonna time. be on a poster for yeah. years to come. It was 
It was every, a legacy every little, shot. Yeah, every little uh, uh, child that that's to, that that is a child to a, a person that went to North Carolina would have had that poster on on their mm-hmm. wall, mm-hmm. and that poster would have been passed down to generation to generation. But nobody's gonna remember it. Nope, nope, it's done. In now. a couple of years, it's nobody done. will remember that Marcus Page hit the craziest three point shot we've ever seen at the end of a championship game. And, and that's that's what's crazy about it. And, and you know what's even crazier is is, is the point guard. You, you you know because his name is his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the point guard. He, the the shot. The the play was to him. Yeah. In practice, he said, "We we practice this play for me to rise up and take the shot." And he heard him, like you said, in the back of his head. Hey, hey. He just he said he didn't even look. He just he knew it was his teammate. He trusted him. Yep. He just pitched it back like he did. Mm-hmm. He rose up, boom, hit it. It was like the ultimate team because that's the ultimate team right there. They had no big stars except for him. You know, you could say yeah. You know he, but he's really not even. You know he 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 might not even be a first the, round pick in the NBA. The yeah. ultimate like definition of a team of a that's team. Villanova. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Cool Jay Wright, of course. Ah, he dude. goes in and just turns around and I, I don't know, he does like the Savio Vegas show. Like, <laughs> who knows, man, but that guy just acted like it was another day at the office, yeah. man. Because he acted like he didn't just see one of the greatest finishes in like all of all sports, sports ever. Ever, yeah. I mean, and the, <laughs> the best part in like, it always, like you said last week how you hate instant replay, like, like, okay, like, the thing about Instagram replay is always just to get the, you know, to get it right, you know? Uh-huh. But, like, it almost ruined the celebration, because as soon as they hit the shot, the time went, the confetti went, confetti <laughs> people were everywhere, yeah. the celebration. Imagine that, imagine that, like, ah, you know what, sorry. Let's put it back in the gun. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna back in there. Yeah. I mean, it was just one of those things where they had to have known at the truck that it was ex- like there was nothing going down wrong but in that the, play. The crazy thing, they couldn't have known at the truck because it was it like was it was three, two, one, make murder. Like, <laughs> going on, it was, I was like, dude, they gotta check it. We don't yeah. know, like, because you know, I was too busy screaming. Know. I was too busy screaming at first. To even think about, oh, they should probably check that. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just like, whoa, you know, like, what's going on? Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, but uh, I mean, a great game plan. Even though that, even though North Carolina took what they gave them, the the whole game plan was for for to keep them out of the paint, not let Bryce Johnson dominate inside, and to force them to shoot free throws and. I mean, sorry, three uh, three pointers. North Carolina was the third Third worst worst. (laughs) three point shooting team in the country all year long. They were lights out. They were lights out. (laughs) They were everything. And Villanova just stuck with it. They hit their shots. They were hitting all of their shots. And man, I mean, that was just a great game, man. A great game. And like I've said this in uh, earlier podcasts, as far as like. Great games just being great in the last couple of minutes. No, this was great all the way through. They were back and forth. Mm-hmm. Villanova jumped ahead. North Carolina made that nice little run at the end to bring mm-hmm. it back and tie it up. And then they had that 10-second uh, split right there where it was just like, wow. What in the world, man? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was two different games and two different shots. Like, 
the celebration of all North Carolina. Basically, like, we tied this game four seconds left. They have to bring it down, the whole way down court. Like, yeah. we were going in overtime. Yeah. I guarantee every single one of their players, coaches, fans were like, we're going in overtime. Yeah, they were worried, but I believe that they were confident. And then that mm-hmm. guy just... Like, how do you come back from that thing. with that shot and not think, hey, you know what? At least we're going to overtime. overtime. Uh, this momentum, we got this There's thing. no way that they're coming back from yeah. that shot. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually a killer. That's a killer right there, especially in that fashion. But, hey, you got to give it to him, man. Rocks. They kept it together, took it down, 4.7 seconds. Jenkins hits it. That was amazing, man. It was amazing. And, uh, wow, what more can you really say about it? Big smooth. Besides, <laughs> besides uh, Jordan memes. We got a whole bunch of those. <laughs> Jordan memes As everywhere. soon as it ended, we got Jordan memes uh, everywhere, and I hope they go away soon. I'm tired of the, the Jordan <laughs> meme, man. Uh, okay, I'm tired of them, but damn it. So, dude, people are clever. Yeah, people are clever, like, well, Right when I'm just like, oh, man, stop this. Somebody yeah. puts out just like, like a golden meme, and I'm <laughs> every time we're out, they pull you back yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> you so, see those yeah. celebration videos? Those are pretty cool. Yeah. The, the Villanova ones, right when the shot hits. Yeah. Saw one of a Duke guy going crazy. At yeah, the TV I saw too. that one too. So, but yeah, so there you have it, folks. Villanova's your national champion, and uh, now we wait till next year. We got the NBA draft coming up um, after. Hey. I gotta give, I gotta give props. I gotta sorry. Gotta give props, props to our buddy though. We had our the my gas bar invitational, and he said he picked Villanova from the beginning, and I laughed at him. He goes, "I think we all laughed at." Him. <laughs> I had a dream Villanova won, and I was like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! Like, get yeah. out of here with that." Yeah. And there he goes. Did yeah. he? Did he end up? Because he was like, in oh, last, he, won. he won it all because of that. Because yeah. everybody had Kansas and like. Yeah, he's the only one that had Villanova. Yeah. So he won. He won it. So congratulations to you, JB. I don't know if you listen to the show, but uh, you won. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) We're getting that money sometime this week. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go get some drinks or something. Yeah. Drinks are on him. <laughs> I, I need a new spot for my microphone. I hate talking and looking back at you. <laughs> it's very crazy. I was thinking about to say that. Like, I don't know what to think about this. Like, hey, everybody. I Instead of just talking normal, he even goes into that like little <laughs> sultry voice. He got the sultry voice, but they like... <laughs> I don't want to yell because I don't know about anyways. Yeah, yeah, okay, Fredo, okay. Yeah, you, you understand next week. I got a little present for you guys. All right, we'll Uh-oh. see what happens. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you guys just start talking like that too much. Yeah. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> All right. Yeah, anyways, go on. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, starting on Thursday, I'm really looking forward to this. The Masters. Kicks off down in Georgia, Augusta. Uh, defending champion Jordan Speed. This is where he started his run last year with his, uh, what he won, two majors last year? He won oh, two majors, I believe. For it was. those that do not know, this is golf. Oh, yeah, this is golf. Golf. I guess I just assumed everybody knew what the, golf. the masters. masters were. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, uh, so Jordan Speed won it last year. Um, I'm not. Saying he's gonna win it this year. Anybody have uh, someone they'd like to throw out there that they think is gonna win it? Well, I mean, you, you got the other big kid coming off of a big tournament. Uh, oh, from Fresno, Jason Day. 
No. Oh, Jason Day. Now. Yeah. You got Jason Day looking pretty good. And I mean, you still got Lefty and all those other crafty vets that have been in it, you know? So, I mean, is, is it one of those years you take the field? Because Tiger ain't in it, you know? It was always... Well, it hasn't been Tiger versus the field for a while. It's been a couple of years, but I mean, he's not even—he's not even in it. He's, I mean, you got your big three, like you said. You got Day, you have Spieth, and you have uh, Rory McIlroy. McIlroy. But uh, I'm going out here, and I'm saying Charles Schwartzel is going to win this thing. Uh, sure. <laughs> he always, hey, I mean, he's—he's won it before. He always shows up. He knows the course well. I always like him and Louis Oosthuizen to win this thing. Uh, they just always performed it, and they're always right there on Sunday. And I expect Schwartzel to uh to to take his second green jacket this year. So I'm calling right now. Go so for I it. guess if I'm calling it, I'm calling the field. Calling it. <laughs> but yeah, I say that, and it's probably going to be somebody that we don't even know out of anywhere. That's why I'm like, I don't. I, I mean, I'd like to see one of the old guys. Like, I would love to see Ernie Els win the match. Yeah, like an early Els. Yeah, definitely. I don't need to see. I don't need to see uh, Phil Mickelson win it. Like, I want to see an Ernie Els. <laughs> is is uh is VJ Singh in the field? Do you see his name there? Uh, like somebody like that. If they want it, like that would be great. That'd be a great story for the game. Robert Duvall. <laughs> Robert Duvall, the What's actor. His name? <laughs> the actor Robert Duvall is going to go out there. Cabrera. Uh, that's not what I meant. You know, you know Cabrera, he's yeah. always right there, too. I'm going for Bubba Claus. Who? Bubba Claus. Bubba Claus. <laughs> Bubba Watson. That's one of his characters. Bubba Watson. Christmas. You got Fowler. <laughs> Bubba Claus. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Swartzel, so, man. It's always a. Uh, I mean, any major. You get up for any major in golf, really. But that's who I'm going with in this one. Nobody over here has prediction. Rick's touching his winner. <laughs> Fredo's just looking at pictures of grass. Give me Rory McIlroy. All right. Give me McIlroy. Are you going to say somebody, Fredo? Yeah, Bubba. Oh, yeah. You said Bubba, Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks. All right. So there you have it. There are our picks for the Masters. Uh, Fredo, I don't know if you want to pull this up because I don't know all the details. Uh, <clears throat> we found out today that the NFL awarded Twitter or they won the rights to uh, start streaming, streaming Thursday night football games on Twitter, uh, is there any? All right, we're gonna listen to a second grade level Fredo read something for us here. <laughs> yes. Are there any details that you can give us about that, Fredo? Um, Thursday night football is just gonna give uh, the young crowd access to football on Thursday nights on their <laughs> mobile devices. So, uh, if you got Twitter, you can stream video. Is it gonna be live? I'm pretty sure. I don't see why not. Hmm. You don't have to change your voice up just because we gave you like a hard time about it earlier. Uh, this is oh, this that was my uh, my fifth grader voice. <laughs> yeah, he's growing. Because right, that's what I'm wondering. Is it, like uh, the way you kind of said it right now? Is it gonna is it gonna happen simultaneously, or is it gonna be like okay, here's a play, and then like they're gonna upload it right away, so you're not gonna see it in, in real time. It's gonna be like right right afterwards. Not it should be live. I'm looking through here. I'm not spotting anything that stands out. What did they? Oh no, that was Yahoo last year with uh, the game in London, right? Yeah. Hmm. Because I don't know. Have they ever done that? Have they ever done anything like that? Usually, all you ever see is Vine videos and uh, uh, just like little thirty-second video clips. I, Twitter to live stream Thursday night football. Hmm. <clears throat> That's. I mean, hey, I won't be watching it like that. My Wi-Fi is not good enough for that. 
Yeah, they'll be able to though. Yeah. If you if you do. So I guess that's something for you guys. I don't know. I'm not really worried about it. Hashtag baby. Well, it's for people if like you're at work or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Stay <laughs> off your phone. <laughs> Stay off your phone. No. Ooh, driving and watching the Thursday night. Oh game. yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, the <laughs> NFL. God, Roger Goodell is just killing people now too. <laughs> wow. That's what they do best. Yeah. Um, let's let's get into our little review from last week. Uh, this this past weekend was WrestleMania and the NXT Takeover show from oh, took over. Dallas. We'll start off with that. Uh, I mean, okay, you had Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin. That's not really worth talking about. Aries won, but it was just kind of a bully versus the little twerp, and the twerp got him with a little sneaky move. Aries wins. Uh, they started off the show with a great match, attack for the tag team titles, the Revival versus American Alpha. Uh, Gable and Jordan ended up winning that match. Uh, I loved, I loved that match. It was great. I mean, great match. that's probably like the second or third time that I've ever seen uh, American Alpha wrestle, and uh, they're definitely a lot better than the last time that I saw them. They're good, man. Uh, they're starting to get their their groove. They're starting to get all polished up. I'm not a big fan of their finishing move, but other than their finishing move. I mean, they just they they know how to amp a crowd up. Is pretty is 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 what they do. Yeah, you know? yeah. They got the hype. No, they're smooth together. They're really getting yeah. they're like their their timing together in the ring. Their in and outs, their breaks, their moves together. Like you could tell, they have a lot of chemistry going too. Yeah. And after that, we had <laughs> man a five star match in my opinion. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, uh, that crowd was extremely wow. hot, and they delivered 100%, man. I mean, uh, it was uh, Sami Zayn's last fight, Nakamura's debut. It was back and forth. They gave him a good 20 minutes to put on a show and tell a story in the ring. Uh, the crowd really loved him, and I think the more that they travel around here for the people that don't know him... They're just gonna fall in love with Nakamura, man. He's they just, were even chatting Nakamura last ring. night in on Raw. I believe three, that. Four, I believe three they days also later. Uh, chanted it at WrestleMania during the the uh, heavyweight title match, if I'm not mistaken. If yeah, I heard it right. Yeah. So he's gonna be getting over, man. People, really soon, dude. Yeah. They love the charisma. Yeah. <laughs> that guy he, strong style yeah. has arrived. He won't be. He won't be down there too long down in NXT. No, so they'll no. be pulling him up here pretty. He's soon. already polished himself. Yeah, they just want to make sure that he knows the taglines for yeah. for WWE and yeah, he's, let him they're go. paying him too much money to keep him down there. Yeah. Then uh, you had Bailey versus Asuka for the women's title. And it was a good match. I don't think it was as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, but it was, there was a surprise. I mean, Asuka won, and I don't think anybody was really expecting that to happen. Because Bailey's uh, not getting called up for yeah. a while. So then so. after after she wins, everybody's assuming that she's going to get called up to the main roster, and then she doesn't show up on Raw. Maybe it's something they're holding off on, but it's just really kind of a big surprise. Because Balor maybe, was supposed to show up, too, and yeah. he didn't show up. I think they, I, I'm, I'm assuming they gave her the title because they're going to be going to Japan here in a few... Uh, Next month, I believe it is. Really? Yeah. And, well, it's here pretty soon. It's here pretty soon that they're going to be going to Japan. So that's why they have Nakamura, because then they're going to have Nakamura versus Jericho in Japan as well. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good match, not a great match. Then you had Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe, which would have been, I think, a great match, except they had the pause in between because 
Joe got cut right from the very first move of the match, right on the corner of his eye, and he was just bleeding out all over the place. He didn't want them to touch him, you could tell, but according to the rules, they have to, and it kind of just put a damper like in the momentum, and they they got it back on track, but still, at the same time, you're just like, man, if they didn't stop it, if they just let it go, yeah, it would have been all right, you know? Yeah, it definitely killed the momentum. Of but... That was another rumor killer. Uh, could be because Finn Balor ended up winning. He retained it. People were expecting Samoa Joe to win. Finn Balor to debut on last night's Raw. He did not. So we have to wait and see what happens. Apparently it's still going to happen soon, but who knows. Yeah. Supposed to be coming up with uh, Gallows and Anderson. We'll see what happens. Then, well, what's, well, up? And, what's up? WWE in uh, Japan is July 1st. Yeah, okay. So that's, you know... Couple months. Couple months away, but still right there. Right there. Right there. Uh, what were you going to say right now? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I was going to say the VOD villains are coming up. Uh, yeah, that's Thursday, on Thursday. And, yeah. uh, and uh, Enzo and Cass came up on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then after that, we had WrestleMania. Poopamania. Yeah. <laughs> Not a very good show at all. It was the worst one I've ever watched. Yeah, it was not. It very had its good. moments, but it like it escalated quickly, yeah. like halfway through. They started high and just were going down, man, going down. Uh, on the pre-show, they had the Usos and the Dudley Boys. That was whatever. I mean, you don't even really have to talk about those. The ten women wrestling match that was a Breeze snoozer. Well, yeah. Um, in Ryback versus Kalisto. Kalisto beat Ryback. He holds on to the title. Uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was just what it was. Uh, Shaq was in it. <laughs> Shaq was in the Battle Royal. Uh, they let Baron Corbin win. Yeah, Baron Corbin ended up winning, but he was in it. Tatanka, he made a nice little comeback for it. <laughs> I DDP? Mean, yeah, oh, yeah, DDP was in it as well. But it was just a, a Battle Royal lasted about 10 minutes, so it was just whatever it was. Um, that handicap match, the League of, League of Nations versus uh, the New Day. The New Day loses. I don't understand why they they had them lose. There was just a lot of confusing stuff that happened during it. It's like they wanted them to lose at WrestleMania because they're so over, but they didn't want them to lose their titles. They wanted them to keep them. Yeah. So they left, made it a no title match. It's like, yeah. you guys are too over, so we want you to lose. Yeah. Like It was kind of like one of those things. Yeah. It wasn't going to hurt him. Yeah. And they also gave the opportunity for, what is it, uh, McFoley, Austin, Austin and, uh, yeah. Sean. Yeah. But, well, but what happened on Raw with the the League of Nations? Didn't they? Okay, they lost. They, the they, they got rid of uh, Barrett. Barrett. They blamed it on yeah. him, so they, they, you know, gave him the... I think uh, his contract ordeal... I think he might be May. gone. I think he's just done. And then they did you see the but young see, bucks didn't make any sense? Him? They did that because they did that. They got rid of Barrett, and then they had the Wyatts come down and beat him up. Like, what was the point? <clears throat> they're starting a three on three. Just to kind of give him a little. Here yeah. you go. Maybe they're starting a three on three. And use them to try to get him over, huh? Yeah. yeah. And then break him up. Break yeah. up the uh, Legion. Yeah. Then you had uh, Jericho versus Styles. It was a good match. I mean, it's the fourth one we've seen between them. It was. It was still a good match, though. Uh, I just don't understand once again why. Well, I guess I can now. They tried to they use had, him to get him over. They had to give him. They had to pay Jericho back because he, the year before letting Fan, uh, Fandango beat him I thought that was for two no years reason. Ago. No, that was uh, that was in uh, 
That's San, San Francisco. And oh, that was two years. That was his debut. Yeah, I thought it was his debut. Two what, was years like, ago. what did Jericho do last year then? I don't think he did anything last year. Oh, he was in the IC chat. He was in that IC ladder match, wasn't he? Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to double check that. But either way, he lost to Fandango or whatever. That was two years ago on his debut. Uh, then after that, we had, or starting off the show, I, sh- I guess I should have uh, started with that, was the IC ladder match. And man, that, that match delivered. Uh, the big shocker was Zack Ryder winning the IC title out of nowhere. He was probably the last minute replacement for Neville, who uh, fractured his ankle doing a baseball slide on Raw. And I just out of nowhere, they let him win it. But the sad part is we're sitting there and started circulating around like, yeah, I bet you uh, he'll probably lose it on Monday Night Raw just as a joke. And sure enough... <laughs> He goes on Monday Night Raw and he loses it, man. He lost it to The Miz. The only good part about it is that Mar- uh, Maurice came back. Uh, looks like she's here to stay, so there's a little bit more eye candy for everybody to look at. Who? Maurice. Mm, she's or, coming back? She's there. They have her advertised for uh, SmackDown. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there was that, so uh, Zack Ryder won that. Then the triple threat for the Divas title. Good match. Some spots that like they didn't, they weren't really tied on, but it was still one of the better matches of the night. And they disappointed the crowd with this one. Although I guess looking at it, you can't really be too disappointed because Charlotte's a good wrestler, man. I mean, you don't. I don't know how you could actually like hate on her for, no, for winning she's, it. She's but athletic. I think what we wanted was Sasha Banks to win because they were one. She's just great all around when it comes, you know, when it comes to the women wrestlers. And two, they were bringing in the new uh, women's championship. It's no longer the Divas title. And uh, I think everyone just wanted to see her be the first one to win that and kind of run with it a little bit. But, I mean, that sets up for her and and Charlotte to have one-on-ones on the line. And they're going to put on some good matches. I do want to say this, though. Becky, I think, carried that match. As much as I do love Sasha. She took the bumps. Yeah, she... she, and she was wrestling with both of them. As Charlotte was taking her rest, mm-hmm. Becky was wrestling with Sasha. Sasha yeah. was taking her rest. She was wrestling with, Sa- yeah. uh, with Charlotte. Like I, I think they gave her a lot of run because this that's going to be the last that we see of her in the, in the title picture for a little while. Uh, she had her little run with it. She had her, her match at, uh, what was it, uh, Roadblock or Road, whatever fast it was. Lane. Yeah, yeah, Fastlane. 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 I, I, I didn't like her at first when they first pulled her up because they didn't use her right. Dude, when she's like, because she was with the, you know, the three of them together. Mm-hmm. But since she's gone on her own solo and done her own matches, I like her a lot, dude. Yeah. She has she she has a really good move set. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, the no the no holds barred street fight that was not a street fight. It was just a fight in the ring with kendo sticks and chairs. Big disappointment. Not not because Brock Lesnar won, but just because they didn't take advantage of the rules of the fight. Like, they just stayed in the ring the whole time. They got out of the ring, like, maybe once or twice. And... Mick Foley gives him the bat with the barbed wire on it. He swings and misses, and that's all you see of the bat. Yeah. He takes it out once. He makes out with it. Yeah. <laughs> he swung it, missed, got fucking F5'd, and it was the end of yeah, it. Yeah, it. It, it was just whatever. And then there was, like, no mention of it on Raw. So, it was, so I think they're just trying to hope that everybody forgets that it was supposed to be a street fight and wasn't. Uh... Hell in a Cell, Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. Uh, that bump that Shane McMahon took, the, the fight itself, not very good. 
all about the bump that Shane McMahon took from the top of the cell. 45 feet. All the way straight down through a table. Uh, by himself. By himself. <laughs> Undertaker. They, they couldn't risk Undertaker getting hurt. Because, dude, he's 50 years old. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but, it's, uh, but it's okay for Shane to just jump off. I mean, we're watching a little clip of it. And, uh, yeah, that, that took a toll on him, man. He I was mean, bruised yesterday. Re, re, people call wrestling fake, which... You know, I would never call wrestling fake. It's just scripted. The story, yeah, exactly. It's uh, story. It's scripted. But there's no way you could fake that fall. You just no. take that fall. You take that. They, fall. they might have put some padding underneath the table to soften the uh, blood a little but bit. But there's no amount of padding to help absorb that fall. Like I, that was I just, just wonder how many times he had to hit the X at practice in order for them to. Give him the okay because that's such a small pad to land on, mm-hmm. like the the announce table itself. Yeah, like he really had because I mean, you look, he didn't even jump; he literally just fell off of it. Like he didn't jump anywhere. Yeah, it had to take a lot of practice for him to hit that spot. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much the thing that happened. Undertaker wins. He didn't get control of the company, but somehow got control of the company the next night on Raw. Just pointless, and uh, and then. At the end, you had the World Heavyweight title match. Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Um, Boot out the building. Yeah. Boomer just, Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns wins, but just gets killed, booed. The WWE uh, turned down the crowd mics, <laughs> and they were trying to save the crowd at home from hearing him getting booed, but there was no way they could cover that up. And Nobody and, wanted to see it happen. And every time they panned to the crowd to like, they had to do a post like three or <laughs> four people. A somebody who had a sign supporting him. Or, yeah. or like they were clapping like three or four people because if they panned out, nobody, it was all just hands to the face yeah. booing. People giving him the thumbs down when he would take a look at him. <laughs> it, uh, it was a very disappointing WrestleMania Rick says it's the worst one he's ever seen. It's not the worst one I've ever seen. That honor still goes to WrestleMania 9. It's and, a close uh, second, then. No, <laughs> no, you have to watch WrestleMania 9. If uh, it's a second to 9, then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not. I wouldn't even call it a close second. Uh, next year, everybody will be back, and hopefully everyone stays uh, healthy. No more injuries, man. Dude, there's... I mean, you've had Cena out, Orton, Rollins, Harper. I mean, it's just a huge list. Yeah. Cesaro just barely came back last night. Yeah, yeah. So, there's your wrestling talk. We're done with that. You won't hear anything else about it until the next pay-per-view, just when we bring it up or whatever. But that was a big weekend for wrestling. Everyone around the world was watching it. You probably weren't. I've been getting a lot of crap for... uh, Talking about wrestling, <laughs> but uh, who cares, man? We like it. It's yep. the male soap opera. Yep. All right, folks. Baseball is back. I am happy. I am excited. I saw the Dodgers win fifteen to nothing last night, and that just like brought yeah. back. That just brought back the season for me with a bang. I was very happy. You're gonna be insufferable this year. Aren't you? I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm realistic about. We'll get to it. Uh, we're just gonna go over this really quickly. We were gonna do like a whole show about it, but I mean, why do we need to, man? Things are gonna change so much. What we say now is not gonna really matter in a month. Like with lineups and yeah. rotations, injuries. And yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. So we'll start off. We're just gonna give you. A quick little run through, give you our predictions. Uh, we'll start off here in the AL East uh, with, I mean, probably the most loaded division in all of baseball. Uh, you have the Orioles. The Orioles are stacked as far as hitting goes. Uh, oh, 
Oh, just we won't get. Right. Yeah, that, that was just for that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the the Orioles are stacked lineup wise uh, with Machado, Jones, uh, Davis, Weeters, Scope. They add Mark Trumbo, Pedro Alvarez. Not really that much pitching. Uh, the Red Sox they went out. They last year they they swung and missed with uh, Pablo Sandoval and Hanley Ramirez and Rick Porcello. None of them really panned out. Uh, but this year, they were crowned winners of free agency, getting David Price, getting Craig Kimbrell. Uh, I, I mean, I really like the Red Sox this year. I don't know if I have I, – I don't have them winning the division, but, I mean, they have all the right pieces in place with the Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts. Uh, last year, they, they, they really came on and showed that they have possibly two big stars in the making. Uh, the Yankees, they're old. We know that they're old. Uh, they're going to live and die by their bullpen, it looks like. Uh, they got Starlin Castro from the Cubs, who is who got moved to second base, which is probably where he should have been in Chicago. But uh, they had him playing shortstop until Addison Russell got pulled up. So hopefully he gets there and gets comfortable. Uh, the Rays, we always know about the Rays having a great farm system. They have some pieces. You know, of course, they still have Evan Longoria and whatnot. And I really, really like Chris Archer leading that that pitching staff. The guy has nasty, nasty stuff. But for me, my division champion will be the Toronto Blue Jays because, one, they can rake. They have Josh Donaldson, Jose Batista, Edwin Encarnacion, Troy Tulowitzki. They will put up runs in the pitching staff. Not big names. But I really, really like Marcus Stroman. R.A. Dickey, oh, yeah. if he could keep his ERA below four, uh, four. He, he really struggled since he, since he got there. I mean, that, that's a hitter's ballpark. So that knuckleball, if it hangs up, it's gone. He's good on the road. Yeah. Though. And uh, they were great last year. They, they made that little run. They kind of, they, I mean, it's just, it's going to be all about that pitching staff. The bullpen really blew from him. Remember, they tried to put David Price in there. Price can hold it down. And uh, it's just going to be all about that bullpen for them. If they can turn it around, I really see the Toronto Blue Jays holding on and winning this thing. I'm going to be the homer. I'm going to have to do it instead of the Red Sox. I just have, I got no I got no like, gripe with them. Having Koji and Kimbrel eight nine mm-hmm. that solves all their problems mm-hmm. uh, because that that lengthens the depth. Uh, they still have some depth in the bullpen issues, yeah, but they still have some good arms down there. They have the farm system. Uh, getting price moves everybody down a notch where you got, you know, Buck Colts and, uh, you know, Purcell and everybody fit in the role that they are more suited to be in. Um, I think it was a great move for John Farrell to put Travis Shaw at third. Uh, we'll see what happens with Hanley at first. They say he's really happy over there, and if he could be happy and just rake and play a decent first, okay. And then, like you said, you got Bradley. Bets. I mean, my, my the weakest part for that team to me is catcher or Schweihart. I'm not a Schweihart fan. I've never been since he came up. I don't like the kid at all. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I see them. I got Toronto two, Yankees three, Baltimore, and 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 the rest of that Ray. staff though. So, I mean, because you gotta hope you gotta hope that Buckholtz comes back and throws like Buckholtz. But other than outside of him and Price, they're really kind of... Eduardo Perez. Uh, I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, they got guys... That they got really, guys, but not the proven play. type that you're like looking... But the same thing but with they, Toronto. Yeah, though. yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing with True. Toronto, though. True, I mean, it's and they have a better bullpen than Toronto. They're yeah. going to lock those close games down. And the fact that they have that outfield uh, that I, they do, yeah. I, they have a defensive team 
that are gonna play. They're gonna. I play have. Great I defense. have them almost on the same level, but I I give Toronto that push just because I feel like they are definitely gonna put up more runs than the Red Sox, and that lineup will yeah. just put them over the edge. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So I got Toronto. You got Boston. Let me take. Let me take this note here, so that way towards Shut the end the we can kind of go up. go through. I, I don't even need to... I, I mean, why did I mark that down? I knew you were going to take the red <laughs> All right. Moving on, moving on to the AL Central. Um, you got the White Sox. Uh, Jose Abreu, Malky Cabrera, they could hit. They added Todd Frazier. And aside from Chris Sale, you got to wonder what's going on in the pitching staff. They have a, a couple a couple young guys they're bringing up uh, into their starting rotation. So uh, they're... People are expecting some good things out of the Red Sox. Uh, I mean, sorry, the White Sox. We'll see what happens with them. The Indians. I really like the Indians. They're, that starting five, uh, led by Corey Kluber, Carlos Carrasco, uh, Trevor Bauer, Dan, uh, Danny Salazar. That pitching is going to keep them in games. Yeah. Uh, as, far, gotta, as far as the lineup hit. goes, outside of uh, Michael uh, Bradley, or sorry, Michael Bradley and uh, uh, um, Carlos Santana. Who do they have? Yeah, you know. So if they can hit, if they could give their give that starting staff, I don't know, four, four, five runs a game. Let's say. Yeah, that's just, asking a lot. That is I asking just, a lot. I just you know it's a two team race, and I mean yeah. Cleveland is definitely in the wild card hunt. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. but it's a two team race. In this uh, the the Tigers to me they just seem old. They just seem like a really old team now. I feel like their their time is past. They're going to put up a good fight, of course, with Miguel Cabrera. If he stays healthy, him and Victor Mar- Martinez are the key to this whole thing. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Gonzalez. I mean, they have uh, mm-hmm. so many guys. Dude. Yeah. No, no, Martin. Uh, sorry, PJ Martinez. Who? Martinez. Oh, D- is he still there? JD? Yeah, JD, yeah. Oh, I thought he was gone. No, he's young. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they got them, and they signed Jordan Zimmerman. Uh He's 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 gonna lead the staff, but I, I believe it was Verlander who got the start opening day, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I, I, I they're gonna be there. I mean, I, I, just because you got the White Sox with everything they went through with the LaRoche, the Cleveland Indians. If you have, you know, we you just talked about their offense in the Minnesota. They're they're a farm yeah. team right now, so I mean, the, you, but they were the surprise last year, man. That they were the uh, Miguel Sano came up and just. Four things. Uh, no, definitely, but uh, I mean Byron Buxton. I, I believe he's going to be a star in this league. He has all the tools. They brought him up towards the end of the year, and he, I mean he lost playing time. But that was that was because they were they were so hot by the time that they brought him up. You couldn't really mess with the chemistry of the team. But uh, he's going to get his chance this year. They're, he's up right away. He's starting the season up with them. I mean, we'll teams like that could go them. two ways. They could build yeah. on it and become Kansas yeah. City, or they could just. Be yeah. just it could be that one year flash in the pan, and this year's just back to you know back to reality mm-hmm. for them. And you know, and, I, I see more back to reality. Yeah, and I'm assuming for you the same thing. Uh, of course, I'm going with the Royals, the yeah. defending champions. They lose Johnny Cueto and Ben Zobris, but the core is still there. They have that bullpen. They have pitching that can hold off until the sixth inning when they can bring that bullpen in and just shut everybody down. They play great team baseball, great defense. They do everything right. A lot of they fun do all to the watch. little things right, and uh, yes, definitely. I love watching Royals yeah. play, man. They play small ball. They put the ball in play, and they make you filled. Make plays. You yeah. have to make plays to beat the, the 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 Royals, and that's that's just something you don't see with a lot of teams now. People are just Strike built out. on uh, on 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 
hitting it over the fence, but that's not the Royals' game. And, it, yeah. and it, I mean, they, they're in a stadium where they could easily hit home runs, but they, they just don't worry about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. They put guys out there who make contact. They have baseball players. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with the Royals. You got the Royals, got too? The Royals. All right, he's got the Royals, too. And last in the AL, we got the West. Uh, the Mariners are in semi-rebuild mode. Uh, they signed Nori Aoki. They still have Kyle Seeger, Nelson Cruz. Robinson Cano, they signed Adam Lynn. Uh, of course, at the top of their pitching staff, Felix Hernandez, Ty, uh, Taiwan uh, Walker. Great one-two combo. It just all depends, though. I, I made the mistake of picking them last year. I, I made Robinson Cano my MVP choice last year, and they let me down. I'm not making that mistake again. <laughs> uh, the Angels, Mike Trout. You got Mike Trout. <laughs> Who else, man? Pujols. I mean, but Pujols is up there. You gotta, you gotta hope that he can kind of uh, did, do what he did last year. He had 40 home runs last year, but I mean, they they are just really on the downside to me. The pitching staff is a huge question mark for them. Uh, I just, I, I just see them finishing middle of the pack in the in the West and missing the playoffs. Yeah. The A's are in rebuild mode. Well, they're constantly in rebuild mode. That's just like what they do now. Yeah. Uh, Sunny well, Gray's out. The, the only, yeah, yeah. The only thing I can think about with them is that they just need to hurry up and trade Sunny Gray already. Yeah. You know, get something for him while they can before he breaks down. Uh, the Rangers, they won the division last year. Big surprise when they were just looking to. Uh, trade for Cole Hamels for this year. They ended up making a run, made the playoffs. Um, but they're once again they're they're an aging team. They got Fielder and Beltre leading the way. Uh, I like Odor. He's a, he's a, he's a future stud. Shinsu Chu. Yeah, uh, Cole Hamels. They they need Derek Holland and Colby Lewis to live up to their potential. They they've been hurt uh, in and out of the rotation the past uh, two, couple of years. So we'll see what happens with them if it wasn't just all a fluke. But for me, I am going with the Houston. Astros. Yep. I mean, Dallas Keiko, top to bottom, that Carlos lineup. Correa, I mean, uh, Jose Altuve is Altuve. probably my favorite player in baseball oh, right yeah. now. Uh, Fun to watch. Just a little spark plug out there I was there just going to say base. that, dude. Uh, Hits for average can take can take him out. He doesn't. He's like he he reminds me of Ichiro in the fact that he could take him out, but that he just doesn't play that game. Mm -hmm. He just puts the barrel, of the bat on the ball, gets on base, and does his job. He improved his defense. Uh, he just did a complete one eighty defensively. Uh, he he picked and up his Golden Glove like last five, year. Five, five, six. Yeah, he's five six. Um, and of course that pitching Dallas Keuchel last year's uh, uh, AL. Cy Young winner, uh, McHugh and Lance McCullers. They have everything you need to win the World Series. I am taking the Astros winning the West. You're taking them too? Yup. All right. That's both of us. Let's move on to the NL. Starting with the East, the Braves, they're rebuilding. A lot of new faces. They got Hector Oliveira. They, they kind of like him. Uh, Freddie Freeman is a very good first baseman when he's healthy, but they are definitely in full rebuilding mode. The Marlins, they have brought in Don Mattingly to coach after they fired. <laughs> I can't even remember the guy's name, but the GM who decided he wanted to be a coach. So he <laughs> just is like, all right, I'm going to fire you. And then I'm going to coach the team. And then now he's gone too. 
but of himself or what? <laughs> no, he couldn't. He couldn't. The, the owner was just like, oh, no, okay, this isn't this isn't working out for yeah, us. See you later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but they have a star, John Carlos Stanton, D. Gordon went over there last year and just, I mean, led the league in led the league bases. in hitting, stolen bases, uh, silver slugger, Gold Glove at second base, and ho- they'll have Jose Fernandez for. Hopefully a full year. If you've never seen Jose Fernandez pitch, make a point of seeing when he's pitching and just watching because this guy is electric and uh, I mean he just shuts down teams. Jose, uh, I'm looking at uh, Justin Bohr. Last year when John uh, when Carlos Stanton got got hurt, um, they brought him up. He's the first baseman. He's going to be hitting behind Stanton in the four hole, and in his short time up, he was just mashing the ball. Hit 23 home runs in his short time. There to protect Stanton. Uh, I expect huge numbers from him. I'm saying he's going to put up 40 home runs this year. Could. Especially with that protection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Mets, of course, they're starting five. Harvey, Syndergaard, DeGrom, Wheeler, and Max. Uh, They brought back uh, Cespedes. They also brought in Neil Walker as Rubel Cabrera to play shortstop. They lost their little spark plug from uh, last year's playoffs. Daniel Murphy. Who had the one of the greatest postseason runs of all time? What, what he hit like eight home runs. Yeah. Um, but they lose him to the Nationals, and um, I don't. I mean, offensively, we'll have to wait and see what happens, man. I know they picked it up when Cespedes got there, but they weren't really known for that. It's definitely all pitching for them. And I mean, if it if if, if championships are won like that, that starting five. Just locked it up for them. Oh, dude. If that's your thing. Filthy, are they keeping the baseball up on that section in the stadium? That's the Cubs. Oh, okay. That's the Cubs. Okay. Uh, the Phillies, they could lose 100 games. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, they're like, terrible. The Phillies, really? the, yeah, the Phillies are not very good at all. Old, and then now they're Yeah, they, like, they've just dismantled that yeah. whole team, and it, they're just not good at all. Good. Uh, then we have the Nationals. And uh, they get rid of Matt Williams and bring in Dusty Baker, which I think is excellent for that team. Uh, he's more of a player's coach. Matt Williams, I, I, some people can get away with the hard-ass persona, but that's only if they have that respect from everybody in the locker room already. Matt Williams was kind of, I mean, people know who Matt Williams is, but Matt Williams had never managed before. Oh, wait, no, he did. He he, he was a short time with the... Uh, with Gibson, when Gibson went down, he took over for Gibson. But, I mean, he didn't really have that that respect. You know, he, he rubbed people the wrong way. Dusty Baker is very much a player's coach. Uh, they lose Jordan Zimmerman, but they still have uh, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Gio Gonzalez. Uh, they added Daniel Murphy, Ben Revere to play center field, which is good because now they don't have to worry about moving uh, Bryce Harper around in the outfield. They can just keep him out there and left and keep him comfortable. And, of course, I just mentioned, mentioned Bryce Harper. I mean, one of the better players in the game. One of the, one of the best players in the game. I would, I would put him right, right behind Mike Trout. I think I'm uh, putting him right behind Mike Trout. But, uh, yeah, I mean, last year was truly his breakout year. Like you said, MVP. I mean, he was must-watch when he got up to the plate. I mean, the guy was just, towards the end of the year especially. On fire! Yeah, he was just raking, man, raking. So, all of that, I'm taking the Nationals to win the NL East. Who you got, Rick? Oh, man. 
The Nationals underachieved last year. The Mets overachieved last year. We're going to even out. I'm taking the Nationals. They've All got right. a better squad. All right, we both got the Nationals. Yeah, I mean, Jason Worth, they got everyone out there, man. They, they just have a good thing going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, up next, the NL Central. The Reds, another one of those teams that are in rebuilding mode. They traded uh, Aroldis Chapman, Todd Frazier. They still have some decent pieces. You know, Billy Hamilton, Joey Votto. Uh, Brandon Phillips, who I, I think is probably going to get traded away, yeah. and uh, Jay Bruce, he's he's just up and down. But they're they're really looking towards the future. Uh, the Cubs, of course, last year they did better than most expected them to finish. Uh, just loaded with young guys: uh, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Jake Arrieta, John Lester's there in, in, in the uh, rotation. They bring in guys like Jason Hayward, Ben Zobris, and John Lackey. Uh, they are loading up because they think that they can win it all this year. They could. And a lot of people are predicting that they can win well over 100 games. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Just remember, they are the Cubs. Yes, they are the Cubs. Do never forget that. Uh, the Brewers, another one of those teams in rebuild mode. Uh, they got Ryan Braun. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be looking to try to move him at some point, but the guy that they'll most likely move is Jonathan LeCroy. They're... Uh, their their catcher who should be a hot commodity for teams as we get closer to the trade deadline who are looking for a catcher who could hit for average and power. Uh, then you have the Pirates. The Pirates are just like an enigma. The Pirates are always right there. They have all the talent. McCutcheon, uh, Gregor uh, Polanco, Garrett Cole, Starling Marte. But they just always seem... They, can't they just come up hump. short. They can't. They just come up hump. short all the time, man. They're just going to be that team every year that people are just like, okay, we're taking the the, the pirates. But I think that 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 act is kind of running thin, man. Well, just to me, like it's, the A's. it's because yeah. they're not adding that yeah. piece. They didn't go get that bat. They didn't mm -hmm. go get that pitcher that they need. They yeah. didn't get that because dude, they have the team that can make the run. But they need the confidence. They need somebody who's been there to just be like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And they need either that, that big ace pitcher or that big ace bat in that lineup to, to just be that extra. They're just yeah. missing that little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're trying to go the way of like uh, Kansas City, you know, the homegrown talent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I do like? Cause I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now that... I don't even want to say it because it'll sound racist. Bung, <laughs> Bung Ho Choi or whatever his name is, the, the, the second baseman for them that that got hurt last year on the slide, uh, leading into the in, into the playoffs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Can't remember his name right now. Maybe someone could look that up. Uh, moving on, of course, at, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. The thing that's scary about the Cardinals this year is that people aren't really talking about them because they're in the same division as as the Cubs. But the Cardinals, I mean. They should be talked about. Uh, I really, really like Rondell Gritchick, uh, and I think that Jed Jorko uh, changes scenery from San Diego moving over to St. Louis. Uh, I think that he will have a breakout year down there in St. Louis. That let's face it, him playing in San Diego. That's all right. So with the season winding down and teams only having two to four games left. Uh, it's all about these three teams. Uh, the Western Conference is pretty much locked up. Um, Eastern Conference is the only one of the race. Three teams fighting for two spots. you got the Bruins, Red Wings, and Fires. 
uh, trying to make the playoffs with the Red Wings and Flyers holding the two wild card positions uh, with the Bruins uh, one point behind. Uh, they have 90 and the Flyers have and the Red Wings have 91. Uh, the games for the teams the rest of the week, the Flyers actually play Detroit, uh, Toronto, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. No Steve Stamkos talk. No Steve Stamkos. Uh, Red Wings, they got Philly, <laughs> they play Boston and the Rangers. Uh, and the Bruins got Carolina, Detroit, and Ottawa. So all three teams hold their own fate in their own hands. So there you go. Rick, he's just getting too useless, man. We got to figure something out here because now he's just cool, calm, and collected. He's not getting fired up and he's not he getting distracted. Like, okay. yeah, like, <laughs> now, it's, now it's my time. <laughs> Alright, just to finish that off. Um, I like the Cardinals that, too. Yeah. I like... I mean, it's going to be tough because you're going to have those. They're going to play 19 times. Yeah. They're going to battle it out. It's going to mm-hmm. be. It's going to be between the Cardinals and, and the Cubs. Yeah. So who you um, taking to win the division? Ah oh, man. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the cool and steady Cardinals as usual, just because. Yeah, they're going to have some. They're going to have some matches, but uh, the Cardinals have been there, done that. You got Mike Matheny. Uh, they're just as good as a team, and they're not going to have the pressures the Cubs going to have. They're, they're yeah. going to have that pressure. They're all young kids. So. Yeah, I'm taking the Cubs, and uh, I agree with you. The the uh, chance of, of the pressure becoming overwhelming is there, but I think Joe Madden is such a great coach, and he's, a, he's, he's able to keep his players mm-hmm. even killed, and I think they'll be okay. Taking the Cubs. He did it with a young team in, in Tampa Bay. He didn't win it all, but he got him there. Yeah. And with a lot less talented team, too. Yeah, yeah. And finally, we have the NL West, the Diamondbacks. They went all out in the, in, in the offseason. Uh, they went out there and got themselves... Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Zach Greinke, sorry. Uh, and they traded for Shelby Miller. Uh, from the from the Braves, who was a very sought after prospect when he was with the Cardinals, got traded to the Braves, and then the Diamondbacks traded for him. Uh, they also have one of the best players in the game, Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, Yasmani Tomas is is a very talented up and comer. The thing that kind of hurts them right now is the fact that AJ Pollock uh, fractured his shoulder. Heading into the season, I believe he's out, what, like two to three months? Yeah, he's out for a while. Yeah, so that, that hurts them right now. And they were they had they had scored the most runs out of anybody yeah. last year. They, they raked. Mm-hmm. And all they were missing was that pitching. And they yeah. got Granky and Miller. Yeah, and Granky didn't have a good start to the year. Uh, but, That's, I mean, they they said he had a I, know, I, saw, yeah. I, saw, I saw that smile on your face. No, I don't care about that. Said, I, don't care, dude, I, I don't care about that, man. It's all good. One nah, start. I ain't worried about that. One start. Uh, then we have the Rockies. Carlo Gonzalez is a candidate to be traded at the deadline. They also have one of the better players in the game. Uh, somebody I, I think that doesn't get enough credit, Nolan uh, Arenado. Third baseman does it all. Good. Hits for hits for power. Hits for average. Great, great third baseman. I mean, the guy is constantly all over web gyms every single night. We got DJ LeMay who at second base. Charlie Blackman and in, in, in center field. But they have zero pitching and zero anything outside of that. And so, they play in Colorado. And they play in Colorado, which is not good. Uh, the Dodgers. They get rid of Don Mattingly. They bring in Dave Roberts. Uh, they lose Zach Greinke, like we said, but they bring in uh, Scott Kazmir. They sign Kenta Maeda from uh, Japan. Uh, they they need a bounce-back season from Yasiel Puig, and they need Peterson 
to improve on what he did last year, which which uh, I, I guess when you look at it, it's going to be strikeouts and average. Uh, he showed pl uh, plenty of pop. He hit 27 home runs, but they really need him out there in center field to uh, to to step it up and uh, you know prove that he can get on base because the guy was a was was a 30-30 a threat down in the minors, so he needs to bring that up. If not, Trace Thompson, who they just traded for from the White Sox, is waiting in the wings. Uh, Dave Roberts seems to really like him a lot, so we'll see what happens there. Corey Seager expected to be the Nets' big star in all of baseball at shortstop. I don't think he'll be there for long, but the Dodgers are an older team. It has to be now. They have the best pitcher in all of baseball, and... A decent staff, but I worry about their bullpen. So we'll see what happens with them. The Padres, they're a young team. They're still rebuilding, uh, but they have some good pieces to start with. They got Will Myers, uh, Solarte, and the pitching staff with Tyson Ross, James Shields, and Andrew Kashner. And then you have the Giants, who went out, spent a lot of money on Johnny Cueto, Jeff Samarja. Uh, they already had uh, Madison Bumgarner there. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Buster Posey, Joe Panic really busted out last year along with Matt Duffy. Brandon Crawford plays great shortstop for them. And Brandon Belt, if he could stay healthy, we know what he can do. Uh, what they really need is for Jake Peavy and Matt Kane to stay healthy and, and uh, step up for them. And so that leads to our predictions. And I am predicting that the Giants are going to win. The NL West. Me too. Which pains me to say, but I do say it, and I'm trying to give you my expert, you know, predictions here. So we'll see. I'll give you the, I'll give you the Giants. Expert. I the Giants too. <laughs> Amateur expert. Yeah. So yeah, those are our division winners. I have, we both, okay, I have Toronto, Rick has Boston. We both have Kansas City, and we both have Houston. Then in the NL, we both have Washington. I have the Cubs. Rick has the the uh, Cardinals, and then we both have the Giants. Who are you looking at for your AL wild card teams? Um, hold on, I just x that out. Alright, while you're looking at that, my two wild card teams to face off. I have the Texas Rangers. I think they're going to keep it going. They're going to ride the momentum from last year. And when we get into the summer, that's when they're really going to start to, you know, pull away with it because of the heat. The fact that they could take the ball out of that bar, that ballpark in Arlington, they're built to hit home runs there. And uh, I also have the Red Sox. I don't have them winning the East, but I have them, you know, making so the ballpark. I have them pretty much the same. Or I have, you know, the invert of that as far as I have Rangers and uh, Toronto. Okay. Toronto's going to be my Yeah. And then in the NL... I have the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dodgers in the wild card game, the one-game playoff. I have Cubs and Mets. Cubs and Mets, not bad. I, I struggle with it. I had to go a little bit of a homework pick on it, the Dodgers, but I could easily see them not making it, and I could see the Mets making it in there or the Pirates. So my hope is LA makes it, but, you know, that's it. There's that's a little, that, that NL is stacked. I mean, you look at yeah. the AL... I mean, there's a couple good teams. They're top heavy. It's just really the East. It's that, yeah, but I mean that NL man. You yeah. got two, three solid teams in the West. You got two, three solid teams in the Central, 
And then you got two solid teams in the East. Yeah, I so mean, that that last that those uh, last two play-in spots are going to be a there's going to be a good fight down towards the yeah, end of it because you got the Cubs rising up, you got the Pirates, you got the Mets, you got the Nationals. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun coming down the stretch. All right, so who do you have winning the AL championship? Uh, the ALCS. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's 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 go with Kansas City. Let's go with Kansas City on the three peat. Alright, you got Kansas City. I have Houston. I feel like uh they're gonna pull it all together and just make it. I like it. I'm I'm, I'm not mad there. at Houston. I yeah. like Houston. The Houston is Houston is Kansas City three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Minus the the great bullpen, but they are better offensively than Kansas City is, so it kinda like evens that out. Mm-hmm. And who do you have in the NL? I've been struggling with this one. Because, uh, I mean, I don't like Theo Epstein. Mm-hmm. Because of what he did with the Red to the Red Sox and what he did with them in his last year before he left. Yeah. Um, so I don't want them to win. I just, the Cubs, man, I mean, I, I just can't see them not winning. Taking them? Yeah. All right, and I am taking the Nationals. I feel that uh, Dusty Baker's that missing piece, and he's going to keep that team that team focused and do what they were supposed to do last year, what everybody was pre- predicting that they were going to do, and he is going to win the NLCS with them. So, you have Kansas City and the Cubs, the Cubs in the World Series. Who's winning the World Series? Kansas City. Kansas, oh, yeah, that's right. You said three feet. Back to back. All right. You have Kansas City. I am. Oh, you got me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Astros, man. I, I got the Astros winning it all this year. Uh, can't argue with the Cubs. Can't argue with the Astros. I mean, it is what it is. Yep. Got the, got the Astros. Which means that we will both be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Now let's take a look right here. Uh, just just real quick before we move on, uh, MVP selections. Who do you have winning the MVP in the AL? See, in NL, I've in the AL, uh, I'm gonna do um, Josh Donaldson, maker of rain. All right, so you're gonna he's gonna win back to back. Josh Donaldson. All right, I actually have Troy Tulowitzki, and I'm only banking. I have this. This all depends on him staying healthy. He stays healthy, he wins MVP in the AL. I think he puts up monster numbers in that in that stadium, man. Monster numbers. But like I said, he has to stay healthy. Something that he just cannot do. And uh, how about me now? Who you got there? Uh, Juan Carlos Stanton. Okay, okay, not a bad choice. But that'd be kind of hard for them to win down in the cellar if they finished down there. I had to just because I, I was before. looking. At, I was going to say Harper, but I would have been taking two guys that one. Yeah, them would have been back to back. Because I mean, look at the. Because you look at the AL. I mean, I mean, Miggy would be another guy in mind, but they don't. They have more team based guys. They don't really have. Yeah. That one guy that's gonna you know like a Mike Trout. I mean, you could say Mike Trout. Yeah, uh, but to me, Josh Donaldson's going to be in the race, and he's going to be putting up the best numbers out of all those teams that are going to be in the race. Mm-hmm. And then with this, you got you know, I mean Harper. He, I mean, he's only what twenty two years old, twenty three years old. Mm-hmm. Like, and he hasn't even hit his prime yet. And look what he did last year. I mean, it's 
it's just phenomenal. I mean, the kid's just a stud, and as long as he stays healthy, there's no reason why Harper shouldn't win it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm taking Buster Posey. Um, I think the Giants are going to have a very good year, and I think that, of course, the leader of that team, the Catalyst, I think he's just going to put up huge numbers, uh, stay healthy. They're going to spell him at first base, which will help save his knees a little bit. They just need to take the wear and tear off of him. Yeah, but I think that he's going to have a great year, like he pretty much always does. But Mike I think Piazza he's going to have got, MVP Mike Piazza year. got career, like years to his career because he went to. Yeah. And he, imagine if he went to DH. I yeah. Mean, he would have even kept playing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, real quick, how about Cy Young and AL? Who do you got? Uh, I'm going Homer, David Price. I think they have the offense to get him the wins that he needs. All right, I'm going Marcus Stroman. I like him. A lot. I like him a lot, man. Toronto Blue Jays. That kid's nasty. Came up, came up to the show a little bit last year. Showed what we can do, and I just think that a full season, his first full season in the majors, he's just going to be lights out, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, how about in the NL? Cindergard. Uh, Cindergard. Yeah. All right. I I was going to go a different direction, but the more I thought about it, there's no way I could pick against uh, Clayton Kershaw. Not because I'm a Dodger fan. But because he is the best pitcher in the pitcher, game, oh yeah, definitely. and uh, I, I feel that he's just gonna mow people Make down do all year down. Do. Yeah, he's gonna do Clayton Kershaw things. So that's that. Remember that we said it. Oh wait, hold on now. There was one more last thing. Uh, congratulations to uh, UConn women's uh, national basketball or UConn women's uh, NCAA basketball team. Uh, they beat Syracuse, and they have a four-peat, so they, um, they have won four in a row. Wow, there you go. The sport that nobody is watching is missing uh, dominance. Uh, UConn, four in a row. Um, I don't know, what do we really say about that? Speaking I mean, of congratulations, uh, we're going to be doing a fan duel. Yeah, I was about to get to that. Oh, sorry. But yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> UConn, four in a row, G.R. Ariano. Uh, yeah. Ariyama, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get a lot of heat, man. I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Nobody likes when teams are dominating, and uh, they're doing it right now. Nobody respects it while it's happening. That's eleven for him. Yeah, uh, eleven or eleven. Yeah, eleven. What is that? Seventy-four in a row. Seventy-four straight uh, um, victories. I believe so. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, moving on to the NBA. Like Fredo said, jumped in a little bit too early with it, but. Uh, we got to give our shout out to one of our listeners, I think, Stephen. He won our FanDuel challenge last week. Um, congratulations to him. He barely won by four points over me. And uh, of course, Fred, where'd you finish? Guess. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody guesses anymore. They just assume Fredo's in last place. Yeah. Um, Warriors Watch. They are what is it? Four wins away from seventy three. Sixty eight and seven. They're sixty eight yeah. and nine. I think. 69. Yeah. So they're four wins away from the record, and uh, five from from taking it. Fifty five percent chance. Their, they get their sixty ninth over the Blazers. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, so far away. Fifty five percent chance of winning it all. Uh, so yeah, keep a look out for that. We're getting down to the end. Very interesting stuff to see. Uh, let me just, before we finish up here, give you a quick list of games to look forward to this week. And these are all teams that are in the playoff race, fighting for that final, uh, seeding and all that good stuff. Uh, on Wednesday, you have the Cavs in the, at the Pacers and the Rockets at the Mavericks. Those are both on ESPN and the Thunder at the Blazers. On Thursday, you have the Raptors at the Hawks. And the Bulls at the Heat and Spurs at the Warriors on TNT. 
Not expecting the full Spurs squad for that one, but still, you watch it. It's Spurs at the Warriors. Um, uh, they might though. If, if so that's what we like. The Doc uh, Pop might troll if if they're close well, to it. Or? But let me let me let me get to the, to to why I think okay. to why I think. On Friday, we have the Wizards at the Pacers, the Pistons at the Raptors, the Grizzlies at the Mavericks on NBA TV, and the Clippers at the Jazz. On Saturday, you have the Celtics at the Hawks, the Warriors at the Grizzlies, and the Cavs at the Bulls on ABC. And on Sunday, you have the Hornets at the Wizards, and the Mavericks at the Clippers, and the Warriors at the Spurs. Those are all on NBA TV. And the reason I think that they sit out when they play them in Golden State is to try and preserve their home winning streak record. So they play them all at home, like they played them all at home last time when they played them. And so, yeah, that's why. That's why I think that. But, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they do try to spoil it. Man, I hope just for the sake of the game they try to spoil it. You know, mm-hmm. like, why are we just going to give it to them? Yeah, Make them look earn what, it, man. Look what he did in the All-Star game to Paul George. He wouldn't even let Paul George get the record for most points in the game. Yeah. Pop might Pop I, might try him out. Yeah, I respect Pop. He's an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and on Monday, uh, you have the Hawks at the Cavs. That's on NBA TV. The Hornets at the Celtics and the Mavericks at the Jazz. Just a reminder, once again, this Friday, uh, our FanDuel Challenge. Sign up. Tell your friends. We got 10 spots. We're going to leave it open. Uh, I've been dabbling in uh, FanDuel Baseball, so maybe that's something that we'll try out. But that's hard, man. That's real hard. It's frustrating. One day I was mad. <laughs> One day I was mad. That's what I told you. I don't yeah. get, I'm not even doing the the baseball, especially the whole season. I'm dead. Yeah. Oh no, we do the one the one a week. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to try it out. I mean, it's different. It's different. Uh, but yeah, so that's everything that happened this past week, and looking forward to the next week. But that's gonna do it for us this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, be sure to share it. Tell all your friends about it. Go on iTunes. Give us some stars. Uh, like we said earlier in the show, uh, first person to leave a, a comment on it will receive a Garbage Time Point sticker. A sticker. So, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't. Obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. That's going to do it for us. For Rick, for Fredo, I'm Mike. Have a good week. And uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next time, and we'll try and do better. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Okay. Bye. Who cares?